Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one making out with your mom minute at a time. I'm Scott Carell. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And today we are talking about the infamous Minute 80, which begins with Lorraine presenting her shoulders to Marty. Like you do. And, like you do. And uh, her shoulders, I should say, and more. <laughs> Uh, and ends with uh, Lorraine saying, I don't know what it is, but when I kiss you, something happens, but we don't know. Hopefully, we'll a, find out no, next hopefully week. a song. <laughs> hopefully a song. When I kiss you. What is that? What is that song? That, uh, what, from what? Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, it's in Goodfellas, that, that song. When I kiss you, it like it's a, no, it's the, it's the song. It's the, the girl is singing it mm-hmm. and, uh. It's uh, it's when uh, it's when Ray Liotta and his wife meet and they go on their first date, uh, first real date. You know who I bet knows the answer to this question? <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> um, I I do know it's full. It's a Phil Spector song. Uh, I do know that. Cool, cool. Um, when he kiss when when, he when you him, murder uh, people. All right. So anyway, speaking of horrible atrocities, what the disaster? What was it? A terrible, <laughs> terrible disaster. <laughs> yeah, terrible disaster. <laughs> that's, that's so cute Some for some reason. That... <laughs> this terrible disaster. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid and you first learn like big words yeah. and then you're just using them so, all the time terrib- in inappropriate moments. This is a terrible disaster. Yeah. Like, like you know, like the kid, kid like is like, you know, oh, it's dinner time. The kid comes and sits down and is like, like, well. Broccoli, this is a terrible disaster. Like when my scientist friend was murdered by Libyan nationalists. <laughs> so so that moment when he when she says Marty and he turns around and he's just like, oh God. Like he just yeah. just just agony upon agony. It's it's so what, what fresh hell awaits me now. <laughs> Mar- Marty, uh, so he, he reveals that he doesn't know if he can go through with it. Specifically, he he presents a hypothetical situation that is very specific sure. to what he's going through. <laughs> he, he almost just tells he almost just tells her how he's feeling. Right, right. It's it's not. He's just like you ever have a problem, a situation where you know you have to be a certain way, <laughs> worse than you really feel in your <laughs> heart that you are. But sometimes you just have to do it, and she's and then, so like that one. That's really specific, yeah. right? It's like a very specific hypothetical situation. But then Lorraine says, "Oh, like how you're supposed to be on a first date," and I don't ever think I realized, like she's basically being like, right, like how you're supposed to be on a first date, you know, like, co- like like coy and hard to get, but. Mm-hmm. I can't act that way because <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> like it's she's she's basically like she's coming on to him in that moment. Like yeah. oh, like how you're supposed to act on a first date, which is not how I'm acting. But I can't do that because I'm Lorraine. <laughs> it's uh, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like everyone in the school would just know. Like oh, Lorraine. Yeah. Uh, she's at it again. Uh, Lorraine found another one. <laughs> Maybe she gets all the guys first, and then and then they just sort of, sort of like go down the totem pole, 
like to Betty and Babs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think like what 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 a Lorraine movie what like the main arc would be. You know, like is is Lorraine a character that changes the world or does the world change her? You know, I'm pretty sure she would change the world. Yeah, I can't imagine how you would change Lorraine without just making it a tragedy. Sure, but that without ruining like a diamond. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so it would definitely be kind of like a, you know what it would be? It would be like, hopefully, it would be like a really good version of Superstar. Yeah. Or or she finds, or we go back to your, your college idea. She's in college and she finds like, like social justice. Yeah. She becomes enamored with like Sam Cooke. Right. She just goes all in. Yeah. She, on, on all she marches with Dr. King. Yeah, totally. Definitely, I could definitely see. And George that. is like, "Oh God, Lorraine, God, Lorraine, I have to go, George." <laughs> it's it's like when it's like when uh, when uh, Summer found uh, oh, yeah when when Summer found like eco terrorism or whatever. <laughs> like, oh well, damn it. <laughs> And Back to the Future Minute. Come for the Back to the Future discussion. Save for the OC. Save for anything else. Oh, man. You know, Uh, that that really is kind of... I can't remember the last time that there was, like, a couple in a show. You know, talking about Summer and Seth. Talking about Lorraine and George. But, like, I can't remember the last time I really got into a couple in a show. Not, like... This character's good for this main character that I care about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's not a lot of true ensemble shows though anymore. Yeah, it's like here's how one character sees the world. Right, and then and then look at all of his quirky side, his or her quirky sidekicks. Yeah, like Broad City, it's Abby and Elena and every Alana and everyone else. Right. Louis, it's like Louis and everyone else. Right. Well, I mean, those are weird examples <laughs> okay. of what we're talking um... about. But like, but like, take like the superhero shows, right? So you got like Flash and Arrow and Supergirl, mm-hmm. you know, all of those are Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and then all of their side. And then like their geeky friend, their hot friend, their their right. their Diggle. Right. Well, to be fair, the geeky friend usually is also a hot friend. So showing everyone on those, you have to be hot if you're on the CW. <laughs> right. Uh, that's like a rule. But but regardless, like you don't get, you don't you don't you don't get that stuff that uh, that like. Joss Whedon typically is like kind of really good. Yeah, or, and also, um, homeboy, whoever the guy that created VOC and Chuck. Right. Okay, we couldn't be further from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, guys, there, there's, there's thirty seconds of just Leah Thompson staring at Marty. It, so. It's amazing. It's, it's incredible. Um, it's incredible. This, uh, this, it's just this, like, this, what are we talking? This about? is actually there is actually some quality Lorraine in this minute. There is. Um, she's just. Sure. She's just so. Leah Thompson just. It's so. She's so layered. Like it. It. She's never a one joke character, and the joke is never on Lorraine. You know, and mm-hmm. I really love that about it. Like Lorraine is clearly like a very like intelligent. Kind. She's like you know deeply weird, but she's not a character that the movie is like making fun of. Right. You know what I do. <laughs> I don't worry. And then attack kiss. Attack kiss. Like not even making out, but just like one. And then like, well, well, I don't even think, I just don't think it's making out because Marty is desperate to keep his mouth clamped shut. Yeah. And 
<laughs> God, that moment where Marty's just like, like terrified, just just shivering in the corner. Oh yeah, and. So- like, it's just like, oh, God, that was the most horrifying thing that's ever happened to anyone. <laughs> no one has ever done that before. Oh, God. Yeah, and then and, and we're going to start, we're going to see more of it uh, in the next minute. But then you get, like, I mean, her turn is so nuanced and funny, but also, like, delicate. And you kind of almost relate to her because, you know, this has happened in real life. Well, when she's when she's first backing away from him... It's as if he he whispered in her ear, "I killed your baby brother." I killed your baby. I killed Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave's his brother. <laughs> I, I killed Jailbird Joey. I killed you. Why did you call him that? <laughs> what if that's his plan? Instead of like the other thing, he just starts telling secrets about the future. Yeah. You're gonna marry George McFly. <laughs> If it's just... Seriously, he does. He does. It looks like she just found out Marty was the killer. It, it's like like that scene in Scream where where Sydney thinks that like Billy is the killer, yeah. and then spoilers for Scream realizes that he oh, is. Oh God! Like, I love that the first suspect in that movie is the killer. Yeah, that, totally. That's so that's so perfect. Yeah. No. It's anyway, perfect. sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Marty McFly forever changed. Forever, never the same. Because he 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 always did this. You know, you can't say, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, there's been discussion about, like, oh, is, you know, did the protagonist really, like, lose something? Or, like, was there really ever any, re- like, like, Marty McFly lost something today. <laughs> he lost. I don't know what it is, because I still have whatever <laughs> it is that he lost. I, we still have it. But Marty lost <laughs> Because it. not many people lose that thing. If you see him. On but the, he lost it. If you see him in the street, walking by himself, talking to himself, have pity. He is going through <laughs> the gone. unimaginable forever changed oh man if you uh want to talk about what you've lost in this life uh, (laughs) go to our website at backtothefutureminute.com email us contact at backtothefutureminute.com tweet us at bttf minute tumble at us um uh, at bttfminute.tumblr.com we just we love hearing from you guys we love finding out what parts of the show you enjoyed what you're having fun with you know, it, it makes it all worth it. Uh, uh, you can go on our Facebook, like us on Facebook, leave a review on iTunes. It's the kind of chillest thing you can ever do for a podcast. And subscribe to our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, with our dear friend Cassandra Fredrickson. We are reviewing Old Who the long way around. It'll be the first time I've ever seen any new, new old Doctor Who. So if I can do it, you can do it. So give it a listen. And right now, episode two of Geek by Night, our audio drama reboot part two, is ready for download and consumption. And as always, listen to those who came before us, Star Wars Minute and Good Minute, still going full steam ahead. Yep. And Star Wars Minute, I mean, Goodfellas Minute has a pretty definitive ending. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Minute uh, can literally go on forever. Yeah, what, are they gonna Are they gonna eventually do Force Awakens? I imagine. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Rogue One. Yeah, 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 in like three years. I don't know what their plan is for, for episodes versus Star Wars stories. Oh, I don't I don't uh, think they've gotten to that. I mean no one part. no one does. Yeah, right. They don't they don't I don't think they know what they're doing with that yet. Uh, but I do know they've talked about how they're gonna be doing Force Awakens 20- after twenty sixteen is so insane. I still haven't told you um I I learned something incredible while we were recording, but I'm gonna tell you about it off mic. Alright. I'm gonna be a father. <laughs> 
Off mic. Off mic. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Later, guys.